0: Everyone, welcome to another edition of the Final Down NFL Podcast with me, Jim Denver Dave and Punk Radio we're here to talk about the NFL boys. How are we doing this evening?
1: We got Russell Wilson. Oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. You're injured a good by Congratulations.
1: Quite frankly, you want to be thankful it was that long into the podcast before I mentioned it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't interrupt my intro, so uh, yeah. Uh, we well, we've done the AFC no West fun last if I week. do it every week. No, exactly. We've done the AFC West and the East last week. This week, guys, we're going to be doing the AFC North and the South, rounding out that conference. And then, of course, we'll go and do the NFC in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, Dave, yes?
1: The only thing I was going to mention is if anyone wants an update on uh, our reaction to the free agency signings and quarterback moves, we've done that, but you've got to pay for it. So, hard luck. <laughs> um, I'm sure Jim, our admin king, will put links in the description below or something
0: there's a teaser on uh, on YouTube that anyone can access where we talked about the Carson Wentz trade to the yep. Washington Commandeers. But uh, if you want to see us talking about Denver and Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, then yes, please sign up to Patreon, patreon.com slash final down, uh, and you can get all the glorious content in there. So and we really ought good. to also
2: mention that um, this will be my final pod as you lot have restructured <laughs> my contract uh, apparently. So I found out on Twitter this afternoon. And yeah. I'm now a free your agent intelligent. So you. if anyone no, 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 no. if no. anyone wants no. to no. if, if <laughs> anyone wants to snap me up for their podcast, feel free to give me a Your shout. Contract
1: was restructured. You're still under contract, you're just losing all your money, basically. No, no, not at all.
2: Not yeah. at all. No, he's going to he's going test the free you know, market. Free bit, agent. Okay. You didn't read the small print, did you? Yes, I did. I Sorry, I'm, I'm testing the free agency market. There be honest. Go. Be honest. That tweet made you laugh, though. Come on. You know, it made you laugh. I'll tell you what, I was in the middle of a really boring meeting and it definitely <laughs> made me chuckle.
1: <laughs> it made me laugh and I wrote it. <laughs> if no one knows what we're on about, go to Twitter.
2: Check it yeah. out. Check out. Check out Twitter. You'll find it.
0: Exactly. Denver Dave 30. Punk underscore Raider or Final Down NFL on Twitter. Um, yeah, so quick bit of housekeeping, actually. I know we've gone through the AFC Western East, but there were two franchise tags given out, uh, as well since our last podcast. One of them one of was crazy,
1: Mike Williams. That's
0: mad. Oh, sorry, three damn it, three. Uh, one oh, was no, Mike he Williams. wasn't franchise tagged,
1: he signed a new, he deal. a new contract, he signed a new deal. It was massive, new contract, Dave.
2: Dave, stop interrupting my. my
0: business all right first of all orlando <laughs> brown got he's, the make, he's making a move he's chiefs. making a
2: move he wants to take over he's that's know, it
0: he's, right, he so let me tell you about orlando
1: brown's contract right so I'm
0: yes Go on, Jim. no <laughs> 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 one was orlando brown getting snapped up by the chiefs on the franchise tag the other one was mike gazicki tight end for the, the dolphins we were worried about what's happening with him and they've gone a franchise tag with him so uh those two players well. are secured
1: can I give you a bit more information on the uh, Mike Gazicki part? If you must. Um, so what's interesting is um, that he's been franchise tagged as a tight end. Um, and he yeah. is contesting that he is not a tight end. So the reason he's contesting that is because 67% of his snaps last, last year were um, taken up in the slot. Mm-hmm. so he was saying he, he is receiver. essentially a wide receiver exactly so he should be tagged as a wide receiver and the difference in that is millions i mean it's a lot of money yes um but there's some arbitrary rule that's been set in place by the nfl which means if you if your snaps if more than 51 percent of your snaps are taken within four yards of a tackle quite why it's four yards i don't know but if if they're taken within four yards of a tackle whether you're in the slot or not you are therefore counted as a tight end um, and because this is an owner's league, he will be tagged as a tight end.
2: But he's contesting it and um, going to the
1: arbitration for court or whatever it will be in the NFL.
2: I would just like to say that having watched the NFL for nearly 40 years, Mike Kazicki is not a wide receiver. He is a tight end. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but he's contesting it. So same thing he happened a couple of years all ago. ago. Yeah, like, you know, if, tight. You, if you don't ask, you don't get, do you? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, It's worth asking the question, definitely. But no, he's definitely a tight end. Well, I'm, I'm
0: think surprised that the league all, are going to side all, with the, uh, the the clubs. Oh
1: yeah, 100. I mean, I think we're it's fair to say we're all fans of Mike Gazicki and it's a good move mm-hmm. for the Dolphins to keep him on board. Um, mm-hmm. But it's uh, it happened a couple of years ago when um, it was Shaq Barrett who was franchise tagged by the Bucks before signing his deal, and he was franchise tagged as an outside linebacker, and he wanted to be franchise tagged as a tie- as a defensive end
2: yeah
1: yep. um, and three times he lost his appeal as well so yeah i'm not expecting him to win that one but he, he wants to be known as a, 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 a being t- being tagged as a wide receiver so
2: why not
0: but his position uh, like his num-
2: <laughs> I can tell you now his numbers don't stack up
0: as a wide receiver so
2: depending
1: <laughs> yeah. where he's playing in Miami they do <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's wind our way boys to the afc north the best division in football and um, we're going to start with the team that won the division
2: Whoa whoa, 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 That's not sliding. <laughs> the best division in football. Oh, wow, come on, man! Dear come mate. On. Just, just keep it real, all this last week, If we recorded this
1: last week, I would disagree <laughs> with you, but I would be less passionate about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're in, you're in the top six, maybe. It's yeah, better we'll than give the the top so. six.
0: Top six. The the black and blue division yeah, here, yeah. boys. This is people care about these these divisional games. Maybe so. We're going to start with. Yeah, we're going to start with the team that actually When was the last the time
2: anyone cared about the Cincinnati <sighs> Bengals until oh, this Oh, did this season. year? I mean, come on.
0: This yeah, year that's what finished. I said, until
2: this season. Who, who actually even knew that the Bengals were in the AFC North? Uh,
0: last no time one, in... apart
2: from people that follow AFC North teams. So, you know, best division.
0: Yeah, I'm laugh. Even I forgot sometimes that the Bengals were in the AFC North. <laughs> but they are, and they won the division with a 10-7 and 7 record. Last season, they went 4-11-1. So, they were... From the worst team to the best team in the division, uh, we always look in these reviews at their best and worst games. So I picked their best game as getting to the Super Bowl by coming back from 11 points down at halftime in Kansas City. I, I can't see how you're going to argue against that one, boys. I'm no, I'm going to no argue against
1: it. <clears throat> I'm going to argue against it. So you're saying their best game was the NFC the AFC championship game, AFC championship game, AFC conference championship game against the, against the Chiefs. Yes, I'm going to argue their best game. Was the Super Bowl? I know they lost it, but they're in the Super Bowl. They're in the event, and being at the Super Bowl, even though you lost, I think is their biggest game of the season. The fact that they got to the Super Bowl.
0: Do you realise
1: how much it sucks to lose in a semi-final? Do you realise how much it sucks to lose in a Super Bowl? I'd rather lose in the Super
2: Bowl because at least I've been there.
1: Mm. I, I exactly, which is what I'm saying. I get winning the semifinals great and etc. Losing the semifinals sucks. I guess. get a Lamar
0: Hunt Trophy. They but picked that being, up in Kansas.
1: Being in this, being in the Super Bowl, being part of it, even the, even when you lose, is still better than not being there at all. And as you say, this is the Bengals and the whole lead up to it. That's their best game of the season, and I will not be convinced otherwise. And neither will you. I get that, and I agree. But <sighs>
2: okay. Which one were you lose. picking? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. the Super Bowl if it's itself, Super where they no, lost. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. <laughs> no, no, not having that. Back in
0: your box. Yes. Let's talk, let's talk about talk for you. Forget it. Forget it. Let's talk about the worst game. Um, the Bengals actually got swept by the Browns this year. The worst one must be the week nine home game where they lost 41 16, 99 yard pick six, five sacks, and over 100 yards rushing for Nick Chubb as well. Um, I disagree. Go on. No, Eddie, worst
2: dude. game's losing the Super Bowl. No, worst <laughs> game was week eight, losing to the New York Jets. No, worst games losing the Super Bowl. No. And I will not be convinced otherwise. The Jets one was a close no.
0: game though, right? The Jets,
1: the Jets was, was a overtime. close game,
2: but they, but, but they let the Jets do a, do a Bengals. So I think that's where they got the idea on the, all these comebacks from like 17 points down because, you know, the Bengals, the this Bengals isn't
0: pretty right. much. I, I was reliably informed by Dave that I should always try and go for divisional drubbings no, rather than... Who says that? Yeah, yeah. Dave yeah, said a divisional game hurts
1: no, no, more. No, no, no. That's a divisional 40, game 16. can hurt more. A divisional game can hurt more, but not when you get beaten. In Super Bowl. I'm picking wow. the Super Bowl for my best and my worst, because it's great well, to it's be there. We need delude. a
2: Bengals fan to tell us
0: what, what actually were the best worst, worst <laughs> games. <laughs> they agree with me. Week nine. Uh, they won't. So, so we've got some free agents to talk about. Uh, some people like a contract. The, the biggest of them is Riley Reef which I think is their biggest need, uh, right tackle. Um, he needs at least seven and a half million to re-sign. That whole line sucked, boys. Uh, we saw it in the Super Bowl. It was their biggest downfall. You know, they couldn't get so far with uh, the partnership of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, but he ended up getting killed in the end. So they need to protect him. And yeah, Riley Reef, yeah, probably the one to, to make way. But you know, look at their line: Quinton Spain, Trey Hopkins, Hakima Dinergy. It's it's really simple for the Bengals.
2: If you want to keep your franchise quarterback for more than a few seasons, mm-hmm. because you're you're getting him killed through getting sacked, you know, fifteen times every three games, yeah, or- then you need to invest in your offensive line. Um, in in fact, their needs are almost exactly the same as they were at this time last season. Yeah, it's just somehow they've managed to have the season of all seasons and get away with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, offensive line anywhere doesn't matter what position, every single one of them.
0: Yeah, they got the other team partnership in. together, didn't they? That's how they they got so far. Um, Jesse Bates just very quickly got given the franchise tag, so uh, their outstanding safety has been uh, tied up there for another year. Um, Eli Apple is out of contract. Oh, I'm sure they in the gutted. Super Bowl. <laughs> um, yes and Vernon Hargreaves as well is out of contract uh, CJ Ozama tight end Larry Joby, defensive tackle they could do us some better better help on the defensive line as well because uh, Josh Tupo is also out of contract what, what do you think boys am I right right tackle Left tackle, <laughs> center, guard,
1: any, any. I, I agree with Punk. Anywhere on the offensive line doesn't matter. And yeah. It's not just that because the the quarterback's getting killed. The other thing I was going to say is he's, he, there's a good chance he may just get so annoyed he's going to demand a trade somewhere. He's not going to get murdered, so it might not even be mm. that he gets killed for five years. Yeah, just at the end of it, he's look. I want to go somewhere else because I'm sick of getting hit. And we've seen quarterbacks walk out of Cincinnati before, so it, it's not as though it's the first time. The first time that it would happen.
0: Well, people they like, like Andrew Luck at have at retired because they weren't getting. The help they they felt exactly. they deserved, stunted their yep. career. So, yeah, we just hope that doesn't happen to Joe Burrow. Um, but yeah, pretty much a, a fairy tale season for the Bengals. They, uh, yeah, they were seventh in passing yards, tied for seventh in you points think? scored. Yeah, I'm not sure how they could have done much better, I mean, really considering the, the roster you know, that they've got. <laughs> they just seem well, to keep let's... rolling the dice and hitting sixes.
2: Just, just, just go back to the fact that at the start of the season, I don't think any one of us predicted that they'd get more than five wins. no. Yeah. no. <laughs> that shows you how much of a fairy tale season it was. That even us who are, you know, every now and then we're prone to jump oh, on got... a bandwagon or something. You know, I think I did it a couple of years ago with the Browns and was a year early. But mm-hmm. you know, you it's can see the shoots. None of us picked the Bengals. No. no, none of us picked the Bengals at all. So you know. I think I think fairy tale is is probably underselling it. If anything,
1: yeah, I think with when you look at uh, the Bengals uh, in free agency, they've got loads of cap space. In 34. free agency, go, million. Out go out and get two offensive linemen, and then in the draft, you've got three picks in the top one hundred. All of those should be linemen every single one and just go and get three tackles and hope that two of them are good go and get three guards and hope that two of them are good go and get a couple of centers. go and get an offensive line and go and get seven offensive line and hope that four of them come back as being half decent you do that you will have a significantly better football team
0: end of can't argue can't argue with that but they do need to also look at their defense so
1: yeah too many free agents some of those, a lot of those guys will resign. I think they they just need to sort out uh, who they want back and who they don't. I think more than enough of those who come back.
0: Yeah, uh, let's move on then from the Cincinnati Bengals. We've got a lot more to get through. Second in the division was the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They ended up with a seven, sorry, a nine at seven and one record last season. They were twelve and four. Uh, their best game, well, we swept the Browns and the Ravens this year. The final game of the regular season to win in Baltimore for Ben to go out with a winning record was pretty sweet for me. So that's the one I'm picking as, a, as our best game.
2: I would also pick that as your best game, but not because it was his last game, but because it actually got you into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that was well. And always winning so, in Baltimore you know, is, is pretty sweet. Yeah. So it's, no, essentially, you have that. to win at home against the division rivals, but it's nice to win away at them as well. So yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, worst game. Well, the Bengals' loss is hurt, not going to lie, um, especially the week three loss at home. It was 24-10, and we weren't even competitive in that game. Um, or the infamous tie with the Windless Lions. So thanks, Mason Rudolph, yeah, baby. for that highlight. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, the week three, because we'd won the first two weeks, and then it was like, ah, no, we've, we've really got a problem here if we can't beat the Bengals. I mean, obviously, in hindsight, the Bengals went through and had a really good season, but at, at week three, you're like, those are alarm bells. That we weren't even playing well um, at home to a team that we usually just I, wipe you the floor couldn't
2: with. beat the Detroit Lions.
0: Yes. At I think home. it's the
2: Lions because that's your future. <laughs>
1: you are steering. <laughs> don't the say guys. that. This is what you're <laughs> going to be going forward. And I know the truth hurts, Jim.
0: It does. It does. It so, does.
1: But
2: don't worry. This I'm talking is about what this season, to to.
0: this season just no, gone. Yeah. I'll, I'll have season just gone. The Lions game is definitely the worst one. I have yes. seventeen weeks of that to look forward to as my worst game next year. Okay, but for this Rudolph, year it's just gone. You
1: guys, you guys, set up a game plan for Mason Rudolph to throw it fifty times, and you'll wonder why you lost or oh, wonder why you drew. You might as well been a lot. <laughs> why I you
0: didn't care. win? <laughs> you exactly. Over. And
1: how many times? And how how many times did you throw it away during that game? You had oh. so many opportunities in overtime to to kill it, and
0: he had yeah, one good drive. Was, and that was the first drive of the game. He got a touchdown, yeah, that that's it. it the German tight end now.
2: kept dropping it. Every time he was throwing yeah, the ball, it was he was just drop it. It was like a bar of soap. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was no, awful. That, it you, was you were absolute. Dreadful. That was absolute garbage. Not having it. Yeah, yeah it yeah, was. It was a, all day long.
1: The thing is, it was. But as well, even if you would have won that game, I'd say that was still your worst result because you were so bad. It was so bad. And I know it's Mason Rudolph, and we'll take the piss. He is garbage. He's utter, utter garbage. But I'm not being funny. You you know, you have to look at that performance and say it was the worst, mate. You you do. I'm
0: sorry. Well, you don't think about all the games. And I'm telling you, the week three loss at home to the Bengals. But I, I knew as soon as Rudolph was the starter in that Lions game, it was going to be a joke. So I was expecting it. I wasn't expecting the loss at home to the Bengals. Well, if, you so get, if you're going to pick
2: the loss at home to the Bengals, you might as well pick the loss at home to the Raiders in week two. Because
0: it's, no, it's just the Raiders. Because
2: you, you walked into that game absolutely assuming you were going to win it. So, same as you did with the Bengals. So mm. no, The Bengals are... You're the Bengals it. division
1: you' But you're also assuming at that point that the, the Bengals are as pathetic as the Raiders. Mm. That's not a dig. That's that's a genuine... Yeah, yeah, you go into that exactly. game and we are going to beat the bengals in the same yeah. way that you think we are going to beat the raiders mm-hmm. you lost both yeah you expect even with mason rudolph you expect to go in against the lions and steamroll them and you got a draw I
0: did not expect to i've seen too much of mason rudolph Nothing. uh to to assume a draw with the lions
2: it has to be a draw with the lions though right it has i mean to. even the ravens managed to beat the lions and they had a decimated oh, with a squad well, of about 32 players kick.
0: injured yeah, <laughs> to get a 67-yard kick at the end of the game to do that. They should have lost that game. Still got the 67-yard kick, didn't they? But they didn't. No they? but they didn't. They won it. They found a way to win. We are talking about this. Please, can we stop talking about that Lions game? Please. <laughs> we need to talk other things. <laughs> no,
2: right? because that's your worst game. You're even Whatever,
0: asking us to stop talking about it. Because you know it's your worst game. i completely bludgeoned this to death, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So, just very quickly, obviously the end of the Big Ben era. After 18 years of being my QB, that's it. The GM, Kevin Colbert, is hitting the hammock after the draft. They're letting draft for some reason. Um, a bit like a kind of Aussie Newsom move they did for the Ravens where they let him draft before then swanning off. Uh, yeah, so biggest need, I'm not going to say QB because that's, that's what I we am. did last week. We I, said we couldn't say that for the Broncos.
1: <laughs> I agree. We, it's the easy... It's everyone nothing. knows you need a new QB. <laughs> everyone know, everyone knows the... about the QB oh, situation.
0: Yeah. So the other thing, yep. obviously, is the O-line. Um Trey yes. Turner's out of contract at left guard. Uh we did use two draft picks on the other line last year, but I need more protection for a tackle. Um more for Najee than anything else, because I'm kind of resigned to the fact that we're either going to be playing Rudolph or a rookie uh at QB. You,
1: so so the guys that you picked up last year, Hugh, I, I don't remember who they were. Where 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 did you pick Dan them the It was or
0: what, what rounds? It was second no, it was third round and fifth round, I think. I think Moore was. And um, they they
1: tackles guards no.
0: or what? Moore's an offensive t- left tackle, and Kendrick Green yep. is a center. We played him at center this year, but he can also play guard. Yeah. They any good? Uh, they can. They they were rookies, so they were learning. They were the the practice squad.
1: Yeah. Are you okay? You expecting them to be any good next year? You yes. Just I'm expecting improvement. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking, I was thinking offensive line as well, because uh, the pittsburgh offensive line i think their rating i can't remember where it was it was reasonably high mm-hmm. um I, I think that's a well, bit of a misnomer though because yeah. ben was getting it off in within 2.2 2 seconds of every snap so yes. no one's getting close to it. so any new quarterback that comes in you need to give them protection you need to also protect for the run game so it mm-hmm. has to be the offensive line i know mm-hmm. it's boring because that's what i said for the previous one
2: same rule applies i'm afraid
0: it's what i wanted last year that, with our first pick
2: yeah but you've got to do it especially now if you if yeah. you're going to have rudolph or someone that isn't getting the ball out in 2 seconds flat then you know you've got no choice yeah, because your defense is your defense that. is good don't get me wrong you know your defense can do bits but if you if you haven't got the offense that can control the ball a bit and even using harris to run it and control the clock and give your defense a rest. You're going to find yourself going three and out so often next year that your defense is going to be gassed by the third quarter. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. I think offensive line is is pretty much the only way for you guys to go.
1: What, is, what are you guys doing at wide receiver? Because Juju Smith Schuster's out of contract, James Washington's out of contract as well. Wow. And they're sort of, you've got Washington, uh, you've got uh, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Deontay Johnson. And Claypool. So they give you the two are you are you allowing those guys to walk or are you entering then dipping into free agency or drafting to re-sign.
0: Um I'd like to re-sign Juju. He had a shoulder injury for a lot of last year so that kind of held him back from his stats being as good as they, they can be. Uh but I would like to see him get a new contract. He is a really nice guy. Uh, does a lot in the community as well. James Washington is a good deep threat. But whether or not I don't think it's going to be that much that expensive to to bring back again. Um I don't know how much interest he'll get on the open market. There may be a team that, that picks him up, but he certainly seems to work quite well for us as a, another option. So I'd like to keep them all, to be honest. But we've also got to sort out, I really want us to keep the killer Witherspoon, that we took at corner from um, the 49ers. He's 27, he's out of contract. And then you've got Joe Hayden on the other side. He's 33. He's He's got 11.2 needed at least to, to re-sign. Um, yeah, and then Terrell Edmonds, our first round pick which is now, what, five years ago. Uh, He is up for contract. You mentioned mentioned Joe Hayden in
1: 11.2. What's that figure? Is that what he was on last
0: year? That was his current contract, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say, because otherwise 11 points, I was wondering where that figure came from. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Mm. We've got 28.8 in cap space at the moment. So not Mm -hmm. not terrible. We can still do some moves. Um, But we're picking at 20 this year. And I'm really worried. I've been, you know, I was I was quite worried last year and we kind of picked the, the positions I didn't think we really need should have identified. Um I'm absolutely terrified about this draft. I, I really hope that we kinda of just sort out a QB before the draft because um I I can't stand the idea of us taking a rookie in this draft class. I would yeah, I would rather much. take Mason Rudolph for a year and take the pain knowing that we'd have a better draft, in the uh, a draft, better pick in next year's draft, because there are at least three or four decent uh, prospects in the QB class for next year.
1: Can I ask you a question now? This mm-hmm. is a serious question. What do you think is going to happen? I know what you want to happen, but what do you think is going to happen with the Steelers in the quarterback position? I'm asking that question I'll ask that question to you but I'll I'll let you think on it so I think your answer matters more Punk what do you think the Steelers will do what do you think the future of the quarter or not even the quarter what do they do next season week one
2: going in who's the starter what's your point what do you think is going to happen well uh, it kind of depends on what everyone else does so where does Deshaun Watson go where does Jimmy Garoppolo go where does you know if Taylor Heineke's sitting around in Washington now Carson Wentz has gone there then you know there may be an opportunity for them to bring someone in but I don't think they're going to throw a King's Ransom at it so you know you're not going to see Pittsburgh giving up three three ones and a two to get Watson or something so I actually think next season they're going to start
0: with uh, Rudolph Yeah it's weird I mean They've given Rudolph a one-year contract of five mil as it's his fifth year and we aren't going to give him the franchise tag. So um, he knows to take that deal because he's got a chance of being a starter or at least having some more game time in Pittsburgh. He won't get it anywhere else. Um, So he's taken that. I mean, the other option, I suppose, is someone, and, you know, I'm going to
2: use this as a name to give you an example. I'm not necessarily saying this person will turn up there, but your other option is going for a Joe Flacco or a, Gardner Minshew someone that's kind of Mm -hmm. sat there as a backup but actually you know is good enough to play in the league just about I mean you know you you will disagree with Flacco but (laughs) that kind of player you know yeah I mean Um, that's your other option is is, or or even a Mariota or someone like that yeah Um, I was gonna say Mariota you know that someone that's played in the league has got a few Fitzpatrick has got a few wins under their belts, has started in a few places and just can hold the position for a couple of years or something.
0: Yeah, I read an article just this afternoon about Jameis Winston as, a, as an option. i like, oh, you're just filling up Colin Minch's now. This is just getting silly. Uh, I, I just fully assume that Kevin Colbert is just going to go, we need a quarterback now because we don't have a quarterback. So let's draft a quarterback and who's available. Um, there's rumours that they're like Malik Willis from Liberty. He's basically Jameis Winston from what I've seen so far. He, he locks onto the first read. Uh, if it's not there, he'll try and scramble and get yards. He's very physically uh, gifted, so he can run and he can pick up yards on his on his feet. But he, he'll he get absolutely annihilated in the NFL. They'll, the defensive schemes will just know exactly what he's doing. Um, he's yeah, it, Unless he learns a lot, he's going to need a lot of time to to figure that out. First
2: thing, yeah. They the talk about Kenny Pickett. Sounds like Cordell Stewart too.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but Cordell was good at, at receiving as well. I mean, and then they talk about Kenny Pickett just because he plays for Pittsburgh. Um So it's just so obvious, you know. It's so lazy in terms of uh, writing and just saying we did the quarterback and who's close. But Kenny Pickett has got the smallest hands since Jamie Beadle. You know, they don't they don't <laughs> rate his hand span at all. It's it's under. <laughs> I think eight and a saying, half. It's it's tiny hands, and they say you can't play in cold weather. So, what what we're we doing here? going to work in you Pittsburgh, know, is that? It? It's no, it's, it's not. In Pittsburgh. It's, it's not. tropical. It's <laughs> tropical. Unless, unless
2: you're building a dome over the top of that that bait beam field, exactly.
1: <laughs> name, no, name pending, go, going, but going back to Willis, as, as you mentioned, um, I think locking onto the first. Um, Locking on, the, uh, prog- lost, locking on to the first... Not going through progressions, not locking onto to the first receiver is a mm-hmm. big concern. Mm-hmm. It's so obvious that he does that. Yep. Um, and there was a video that was on YouTube which showed that there were, there were at one point there was three guys open on uh, sort of the left-hand side, as you would call it, because he's thrown right, the blind side almost. And he just doesn't see them. No. It's, it's as simple as that. Just does not see them.
0: He's a one-read and player. That's and that's, that's what's most boring. Seems like a really nice guy. Looks like the interview as well we knew he was going to do well at the combine because he's playing in shorts and there's no pressure and he's got a good arm. So he can just launch it 60, 70 yards down the field. We know he's got the arm to to do it. Yeah. He can can hit the first receiver, but defences will know that. So um, (laughs) he's in
1: Pittsburgh. He can hit the first receiver if he's in Cleveland. (laughs) He can throw it that far, but yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm terrified of this draft because I know that Kevin Colbert has got nothing to lose. He's even more likely to stick in the future. QB there, um, the legacy. Yeah. Mm, exactly. Let's move on from the Steelers. That's that's my feelings at the moment. Is I'm absolutely terrified of what we're going to go through next year. But I would rather, I would rather even take Mason Rudolph than a, a rookie in this draft. That isn't that is my worst case scenario. Is is having a rookie QB. We we missed our chances <laughs> to get a QB that was half decent a couple of years ago. So. Um, we're gonna have to eat it happen. this year. If,
1: if you went to the 49ers and said, look, we'll give you a second and a fourth for Jimmy Garoppolo, he'd be on the plane.
0: Yeah, give me yeah, there's a few quarterbacks I would take right now in free agency. I would take Deshaun yeah. Watson. That would be my, my best case scenario. I mean right now. Jimmy Dewey's second. Mystic Captain Obvious. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, cautious Sean Watson's first. Well, some of people don't want guys... it because of
0: because of the background and what's going on with him, but wow. we've we've been proven that we will take QBs like Mike Vick, who have had a run-ins with the law. So, so, you know, some guy called Ben had yeah. a few as well. Absolutely not. So, Well, he didn't wear a helmet once uh, on a motorbike, so you're right. Uh, let's it move on now to the next team. Really let's, <laughs> <nothing better. laughs> let's move on to the third best team in the AFC North Allegedly. last season. That was the Cleveland Allegedly. Browns. They went 8-9 and nine last season. They were 11-5, so a bit of a, a drop-back for them as well. Their best game, well, they swept the Bengals. <laughs> And that week nine game I referenced earlier could well apply to the Browns for their best game, 41-16, with a 99-yard pick six, five sacks and over 100 yards rushing for Nick Chubb.
2: I would agree with that. I think think that Bengals win is probably the most complete performance the Browns managed to put in this season. The only other one that I considered was the week 14 Ravens game that they won Mm -hmm. 24-22. But I think I think that Bengals one was actually the one where you actually thought the Browns might actually make the playoffs Um, and, and, you know, they, they looked good. It looked like they'd kind of sorted themselves out a little bit because although they were winning games early in the season, they weren't being spectacular. Um, But yeah, I think, I think that's probably their best one. Yeah. Bengals.
1: I think their best one was their 13-10 win over the Lions because that was something the Steelers
0: <laughs> didn't manage to do. That's one way of looking at it, Dave. Yeah. Uh, worst game, where well, they got tonked 45-7 in Week 10 at the Patriots, but Baker was out injured. Um, so I'll go with the Week 8 home loss to the Steelers, 15-10. After that pre-game chat about Miles Garrett having QBs in his Halloween graveyard, uh, they couldn't get anything going in that game. So
1: that's Can, one I, can I put one nomination up there? The worst game was that Raiders versus Browns. That was a terrible game. It was game.
0: an awful game to watch. Not, yeah.
1: I'm not in ter- not in terms of like their result or anything. They lost by two points. It was a really, really, really
2: crap game to watch. It was yeah, so dull. That was the problem with that game was that that was one was postponed, game. wasn't it? That was one, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, was that, that was, was the COVID game. So pretty much everyone that was playing was a backup or a backup to a it's backup. That is the biggest. Anyone who says Oh will bring
1: back the XFL, just put that game on and just roll it and let them watch. That's that's the advert to, to go
2: against the XFL. Wow, it's a bit harsh. harsh, true. It's a true story. Yeah. Harsh. Uh, worst game. I I'm very tempted by that Patriots game. To be honest, I know. Baker
0: what was the wasn't playing 45-7. 40, oh, it's dirty. It was away in New England. And the week
1: but... before they
2: scored 41 no Baker, they... The
0: Yeah. no <laughs> Baker. No Baker. So, Case Keenan was the starter in that game.
2: Yeah, but, mm. Case, you know, Case Keenan, again, not a dreadful quarterback going in. It's not like you're putting in, I don't know, Mason Rudolph. Or, <laughs> I knew you were going to say Mason you know, Rudolph. <laughs> someone like that. Wayne Haskins. Say, Mike like, Glennon. Dwayne Haskins. Mike Glennon. Nathan Peterman, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Jake Brown. Yeah. Any of those.
0: <laughs>
2: Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs>
0: Drew Locke, yeah. Any of those lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so Derek the Carr. the Browns have got some free agents. Jadeavion Clowney tops the list, uh defensive end, 29 years old. He's now been he's bumming around the league basically. Uh I I I don't know if he'll stay. I've got a funny feeling he won't. He just seems like one of those guys now that can't get out of a contract and, and get another one with the same team.
2: Yeah, he feels like a, a one-year bouncer, doesn't he? In, mm-hmm. uh, he'll he'll come in, everyone will expect him to get double-digit sacks and he'll end up with about six and then move yeah. on to the next one with just an ever-decreasing value. For the next I think will to the LA
1: Rams. I think he'll go to the Rams. Maybe. Awesome. Sense, Maybe if they move I'll on Von Miller.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they've also got to look at Tack McKinley, defensive end. Uh, he's 26. and Malik Jackson, who's defensive tackle at 32. So he's like years him, of Jackson,
1: age. Former Bronco. I like yes. both of them.
0: Yeah. And then Chris Hubbard, their tackle, he needs a new contract as well. Um, they franchise-tagged David Njoku. Yeah. First-round tight very end. end. That was a weird one. 36 catches and four touchdowns last season. I mean, what are the Browns oh. on? What are they huffing?
2: <laughs> I mean, Darren Waller was Led injured paint for three on the three quarters uh, of the season and had better numbers stadium. than that. So, you know. <laughs> Jesus. it's Yeah, it's, it's a weird one, that. Um, Surely uh, McKinley or... Um, Malik Jackson, I, either of them would have been a better franchise tag than, mm. than Joku. So, mm. you know. If you tag in Malik Jackson,
1: because he's got to be, what, 31, 32 now. He's 32. Yeah, if you're tagging him for a defensive tackle, you're paying him probably, what, 13, 14 million, which you don't want to be doing for a 32-year-old tackle. So you you wouldn't be doing that. I get what you mean, though. It would make more Nothing bloody sense. a
2: than... 32-year-old tackle, mate? <clears throat> I like Guess. Malik Jackson, but come on. Tagging a uh, joker as a tight
0: end is is easier. Just look at
2: Ndamakan Sue. I think mm-hmm. the the biggest
1: loss that they could end up having is uh, Andy Yanovich. He's out of contract.
0: He is out of contract. You're absolutely right. Yeah, mm-hmm. fullback extraordinaire. Um, they've ex- oh, I love that man. The Browns have exercised the fifth year option on Baker Mayfield. That shoots his base salary yeah. up from just under one million for the last few years to eighteen million this year. Sorry, eighteen point eight million this year. Uh, next year they've got to make a decision over they franchise tag him. Or they, they move on. What do we think?
2: Do you know what? Do you know what? It's basically a, a one-year show-as-you-can-do-it deal, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> the, the, issue, the issue is
1: a lot of people say, a lot of people outside of um, Cleveland say, you know, the Browns aren't in on Baker Mayfield. A lot of people in Cleveland say, yes, they are. And you two will probably have a better opinion on this than me, but I can't think of another first-round quarterback where their team is in on them who has reached a fifth-year option. Like, I can't genuinely can't think of one. Carson Wentz signed a deal after two years. Uh, You've, I mean, even uh, Jackson signed a contract after three years. Uh, The only one I can think of was Dak. But that was because Dak was asking for billions of pounds. And he wasn't a first-round pick. He was like a third or a fourth-round pick. But I can't sometimes. think of a single one.
2: No, but Even no, then, Dak started Holmes asking didn't... the question around year three. So. Yeah, because he was on 20, 200 yeah. grand or something like that. And it was then, then he got the injury. So. Oh, sorry,
1: wasn't uh, exercising the fifth-year option. He signed a half-billion-pound oh. deal, half-billion-dollar deal. Well, yeah, if, if
0: you're, you're getting, getting to the, the fifth-year, then...
2: I can't think of many.
0: There's yeah. a reason you so went not the fifth-year anyone... before making the decision, though, right? Exactly. But yeah, so yeah. if
1: anyone tells me that the Browns are in on Baker Mayfield, I'm sorry they're not. They've they've done they've done what no other team has done
2: mm-hmm. effectively. Yeah. It's it's definitely a one year show as you can do it deal or with Kirk Cousins you. For you know, I mean. real. I don't think they'll tag him.
1: It's too high. No. Not with not with um, the deals that are going to be coming on the table with Rogers and Wilson
0: coming soon. Yeah, we could probably fill out an entire podcast on Baker Mayfield. And uh, what can happen with him? Because for me, as a, as a Steelers fan, I'm delighted that they're in this kind of Phil Rivers <laughs> zone that King always talked about, of the guy that would just about get him enough wins to not have a, a top 10 pick, potentially, but then yeah. terrible enough that they would never threaten the, uh, uh, the the latter stages of the playoffs. If they got to the playoffs at all, you know. So they're in that horrible middle zone now of not being awful but kind of mediocre and
1: this is it at the, at the moment Baker Mayfield is too good to release not good mm. enough to trade and not good enough to get you to a Super Bowl yeah so it's a position you don't want to be in you just have to hope that he improves um, during the off season. that he comes back next year a new guy and becomes a lot better it's just I don't know many QBs that have improved between year, year four year five I can't hear anything. He's, a he's gone
0: for another surgery again, hasn't he? This off season, uh, he has been battered around with his O line not being especially great. I don't care. And
1: I don't care if you're if you're well enough to go on the field, you're well enough to play, and therefore I'm going to
0: judge you on your performances. All right, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, Dave. All right? Don't don't shoot know, the messenger.
1: No, no, no. I'm not shooting you. I'm <laughs> saying genuinely. <laughs> just, I don't they're care. They're, if he's good enough to go out there, he's good defenders, enough to judge.
0: Defenders of Baker Mayfield will say that he's got the the heart and the grit to go out regardless, you know, and, and still take the licks. They they have made some moves on the offensive line. It's still not brilliant. Um, I th- their offensive line is legit. I think their offensive
1: line yeah. is phenomenal.
0: It's so it's okay now. Yeah, I think yeah. their biggest but, need, if we look at what they're going to do next, um, is either wide receiver or defensive line. Um, the the problem for yeah. them is the Browns haven't got a good track record at wide receiver anyway. They lost OBJ, who went and won the Super Bowl. Jarvis Landry is. Looking like he wants to leave either by demanding a trade, th- he's not out of contract this season. But they all the, the rumors are he's he got the quivering bottom lip that receivers get when they <laughs> want out. <laughs> he does. So, what have you got now is Donovan Peoples Jones is a pretty good uh receiver, uh, and that's about it, really. You know, so he's a wide
1: receiver three, they've got Rashad yeah. Higgins, he's all right, Higgins I like, is he's okay, got,
0: he's, got, he's, 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 no, no he's got Tiggins. a highlight. No, he's no T Higgins, no. no. So yeah, he's got a highlight need,
1: reel, but he's, he's a wide receiver three. So
0: they need a wide receiver. They haven't got a good wide. They're not good at drafting wide receivers. They've already proven that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, they've got so many people out. They've got half the defensive line are out of contract. So not just Clowney, uh, Malik Jackson, but also uh, um, Ifyadi Odenegbo and Malik McDowell are also out of contract. So you know, five of the nine Ooh. defensive players they've got on on the line aren't, aren't on contract <laughs> and-
1: next year. And uh, just just to let you know, Rashard Higgins is also out of contract.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> so, there you go. So receiver it is. I no, I, think no, no, gonna, but... I think they're going to I think they're going to target a receiver. Can I make I a bold prediction? Happen,
1: Can I make a bold prediction of what's going to happen Dave. now? Do it, and then we're moving um, on. The
0: Browns are going to make
1: loads and loads of free agent signings. Everyone's going to get really excited and say they're going to win the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> They've only got seventeen point nine million in cap space, so it's not quite as flush as they were well, before. And we'll they don't see. have like top ten picks like they used to, so. They're gonna to have to actually work they for their draft picks.
1: Where are they picking now? They gotta be picking sort of fourteen, fifteen, right? That's that's my guess.
0: Yes,
2: around uh, thirteen. Yeah, they're in that 13. charger zone, aren't they? So yeah they're, they're in picking the
1: Thirteen, zone. and they've got four picks inside the top one hundred. So yeah, mm. not bad. Not bad draft capital.
0: Not like it used to be for them though. Like two no. so two picks in the D-fab, top D-fab. four. You have number one, number four, number seven, number nine. Exactly. Got <laughs> the whole lot. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, statistically worst team in the AFC North last year, and that was the Baltimore Ravens. They went eight and nine as well as the Browns, but obviously they got uh, turned over by the Browns, so that's why they're below them. Last season, they were 11 and five, again, just like the Browns, so a bit of a come down. Best game, so it wasn't a good year for the Ravens. Their only divisional win came over the Browns, but the week two win against the Chiefs when they were 11 points down in the fourth quarter, that was important for Baltimore because that was the first time Lamar had beaten Mahomes um, in a... In a, in a league game. So that was my pick for the yep. best game. That went over the Chiefs to come back and to actually get that monkey off their back.
2: Yeah, that was the one I picked as well, to be fair. To be fair, cool. they didn't have a lot of really good games. But, you know, no. for whatever reason, early in the season, obviously we beat them um, week one, but <laughs> yeah. which they wouldn't have expected going into it. But yeah, no, I think, I think that, that Chiefs game... Like you say, coming back from 11, kind of made you think, oh, the Ravens are actually up for it this season. So, yeah. you know, I think I think pre-season most people had them winning the division, actually.
0: There's a lot of I people's favourites to win Just, yeah. but We'll get into why that didn't happen in a minute. But it's just the worst game I had, I picked the week seven game at home to the Bengals. Uh, the Ravens had a 5-1 record going into that game and they got smashed 41-17. I mean, Is that
2: one or the Dolphins won, I think, for me. Um, mm. the twenty two ten, I think it was a Thursday night game, wasn't it? The Dolphins one, so maybe yeah. a little bit of you know sympathy with it being a short week, but yeah. yeah, to 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 go to Miami and get beat as comfortably as they did, and not really even look like putting up any offense, um, that's pretty dreadful. Yeah. So, do you know, do
1: you know the thing that I was surprised most about with? The Ravens, when I started looking at it just now, I, I didn't do any prep on the Ravens because why would I? Um, I thought that my Mah- homes I thought Jackson had played like six games, seven games. He played a lot of games. Yeah, no, he played yeah. I, thought, I thought he missed most of the season. It didn't, and like, mm. yeah, it's, I mean,
2: it's surprising how many
1: games he did play. He got injured in December. Yeah. They started um,
2: They started well, you know. They started 5-1, 5-1, yeah, yeah. something like that. They yeah, lost the first one. one, then won the next
1: five yeah. Um, yeah. against some good teams, like real good teams, like um, the Lions, who the uh, Steelers didn't manage to beat, and uh, the Broncos. Um, <laughs> who
2: also the Steelers d- didn't manage, no, they, or they, did they? No, they? They did beat us. Whoops. Yeah, Yeah. no, they them. did definitely beat us. Thank you for reminding everyone. I mean, you know. They, they they beat the Chargers 34-6. So, you know. Yeah. yeah it, beat the Colts <laughs> comfortably. Beat the Broncos yeah. very comfortably.
1: That was a, a terrible, terrible game. game. Well, no, that was a terrible game. And that was the game where they ran it in the last minute to get that 100 yards. Um, and yeah, that yeah. was that game. But, I mean, ultimately, we were so, so poor by that point because we'd lost the week before. Oh, no, that was the first game of the season that we'd lost. We were unbeaten at that point. So, yeah, but yeah, we were so poor in that game. Um, I mean, but yeah, the Ravens lost the, Ravens, the last seven
0: games in a row. So it was a yeah. terrible run in for them. But they also, some of those losses were on them. They were going for it on fourth down and things like that. They were trying to win the game rather than take games to overtime, like the, the, the game against the Steelers. Um, yeah, they tried it and yeah, it was- didn't, uh, didn't come off. They, they will argue that their season was tanked before it started. All the injuries they got in the preseason. They lost their running running game, which is what I mean, they got a work point. off. Sorry, they've got a point. They, they have, have a absolutely injured. Yeah, they lost J.K. Dobbins. They lost pretty much everyone. You know, Marcus Peters. All their big names. Their entire on defense. backfield
2: was decimated, wasn't yeah. it?
0: Their running game. was I mean, dangerous. they even, mean, they even bought in
2: for about two games. Well, they, yeah. they even bought in Latavius Murray, who then yeah. got injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because I kept picking them up on my uh, fantasy team. I'm running back for the The Ravens.
1: The Bengal destroyer. (laughs) Uh,
2: The Raven destroyer, rather. (laughs) Every time they picked up a running back, I picked them up in fantasy and that was it. (laughs) Done. Done for the season.
0: So they're getting all those players back next year. The bad news for the Ravens is that they've got everyone, everyone is so old on their roster. Um, Pretty much their entire defense. So Calais Campbell, he's 35. He needs 12 and a half million because he's a free agent. Um, Brandon Williams, he's 33, defensive tackle, and he's 10.5 million. Um, Justin Houston, 33, defensive end. Uh, Then you've got Sammy Watkins at wide receiver, who was picked up as a kind of mercenary deal. Uh, Jimmy Smith, he's a 34-year-old cornerback now. He's out of contract.
1: There's no such thing. He's basically retired. He doesn't know it yet, but he's retired. People don't pick up 34-year-old cornerbacks. It's not
0: a thing. When you get to that age, even Darrell Rebus started kind of losing it. At that point. Josh really.
1: Norman. Look at the drop off we've seen with Josh Norman, he's not loud.
0: He's he's getting there. But yeah, they have got to do an awful lot of work to kind of reinvigorate the uh the defensive side of the ball. So I think that's where they're going. I think they're going for a outside linebacker kind of it. pass rush in this draft. They
1: they have to do it through the draft and they can do it through the draft because they've got some really good, you know, really good solid numbers. Picking up 14, they've mm-hmm. got 14, 47, 76, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they've got like 10 picks in the first 150. So I think, I think personally, they should pick up a wide receiver in round one and then just go defensive for the rest of it.
2: I agree. They need to retool the defense completely and utterly. Um, I'm not sure I'd pick up a wide receiver in round one, but this is definitely the right draft from what you boys have been telling me for for defensive teams. So actually, you know, although we're sitting there looking at it, saying, you know, they're in a poor position right now, come the end of draft season. And if they pick up a, a few bits on offense in free agency, then, you know, they could, they could end up just actually replacing light for light with younger. So and obviously.
1: The only reason I say a wide receiver is because they're not going to pick up a wide receiver in free agency because they haven't got the cap space. I mean a premier piece.
0: 50
1: Mark Exactly. And look how many people they've got to replace. They've got to replace mm-hmm. some experience as well. Mm-hmm. So why not have Mark Andrews, who's a phenomenal tight end? Um, they've got Brown as well, and then pick up another star receiver. And you can have a three quartet of really, really good receivers and get nothing but defense afterwards. That's that's honestly the what i do.
0: Well, Villanueva's retired. I mean, he was basically retired Ooh. during the season, so he? he was I didn't know that. You need a Left tackle as well. Then so happy that he fell off right, in just the first round, going to go and get a left tackle. <laughs> yeah, go first round, go and get a left tackle. Forget <laughs> what I just said. Rush. They need pass rush. They need pass rush. I didn't. know Villanueva. I didn't know had uh, retired. He was he was a, a swing door by the end of the season, so it was probably for the best. Um, the other big problem they've got is Lamar. They've just like Baker Mayfield, they've exercised his fifth year option, uh, which means no, again, his, a deal. his salary has jumped from one point he hasn't. It's jumped nice from 1.7 million to 23 million this year. Um, next year, he's officially an unrestricted free agent unless they franchise tag him at that point. The problem for Lamar is that his mum is his agent and his mum doesn't seem to have a telephone by the looks of it because the Ravens want to sort this out and they are not talking to him. So,
1: mm, shows what I know. I thought they'd, uh, I, th- I thought they'd, uh, signed a new contract.
0: No, nowhere, near nowhere, nowhere near it. it. No, nope. nope, they're you're absolutely right. They're he's now holding them almost to ransom because they need to know what's going on with him so they can make a decision on everything else they're doing and on that franchise. So, and with the performance of Tyler Huntley, wasn't an, an awful lot of a, a step down from what Lamar was doing beforehand. There are some rumours now that maybe he's playing himself out of contention for a massive deal. He should have probably gone for it when his stock was highest and it's kind of waning a little bit because the injuries will rack up. And he's the kind of quarterback that unfortunately he's one injury away from being nothing because his athletic ability is everything. I was hoping he he would really improve as a passer and he hasn't as much as I wanted to uh, since I I saw him come out of Louisville.
1: there's there's certain I'm going to use a box in reference to certain boxers which have a young man style and his yeah. is a young man style. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a surprise that some guys hit thirty and have to retire. Um, you know, in, in the ring, and um, if he lo- if he loses a yard of pace, he is going to be the Theo Walcott of the NFL. Basically, is um, just losing that that dynamic impact that makes him what he is, makes Lamar Lamar.
0: Yes, I mean you can talk about picking up a wide receiver, but if he's not going to target him or he's not going to hit him enough, then what's the point? You might as well just well, this is thing. if you give you running if back. If you give group. him
1: if you give him a dynamic triangle that that give him options that he can run through, then I think at that point it makes it more likely. But if you if you need a left tackle, go and get a left bloody tackle.
0: I don't think the Ravens trust him to throw it enough to give him those options.
2: Would you, would you trust him enough? You've seen him play as often as anybody else has. Mm-hmm. Would you, would you trust him to actually sit there and go out and spend a number one on a receiver? I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him at all. No. I, I'd, I'd be tooling up my defense and going, just don't lose me the game.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what, that's what they're aiming at. I mean, you know, if, if I was in the building, if I was working there, I'd want to be trying to encourage him to, to get better at what he does, but. It looks like he is completely. He's not. He's not involved in the um, in in the training facility. He's he's out. He's out somewhere else, like down in Florida or something. You know, he's out training on his own. So he has very little contact with the the team.
1: That's always conducive to quarterback success, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So long may that continue, as far as I'm concerned. And with that, boys, we must move on from the AFC North. Poor AFC South listeners, they want to get on to that, and we're running out of time here. So let's crack through the AFC South. We're going to start with the Tennessee Titans. They finished 12 and 5 last season. They're 11 and 5, so one extra win for them. Best game, well, the Titans won a lot of games, but the win over the Chiefs in week seven was a statement. They're 27 uh, 0 up at halftime, and the final score was 27 3. So <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't think was, of a better that
2: game. Was the I agree with that game. And I think that's the game where that actually made me sit up and take notice of their defense. Mm. Cause actually before that I was kind of like, yeah, you know, there's the Titans, they'll run a lot and they'll do a bit in the air and then, you know, the defense will do just enough to keep them in it. But actually I, you know, that was doing their defense a, a disservice. They were actually a lot better than, than I expected them to be last season. But and that was so definitely you know,
0: the Dave- best game.
1: No, nothing.
0: (laughs) Worst game. So, all their four regular season losses were a bit embarrassing. But the playoff loss to the Bengals when they had the one seed and sacked Bowen nine times, but lost 19-16 anyway. Those three picks for Tannehill would turn the franchise's opinion of him. And so, they're now actually looking at, well, maybe him being in the QB uh, rumour mill. Exactly.
2: Exactly. And, you know, it was very obvious in that game that Tannehill couldn't cope with the pressure. No. So... You know the fact that the, the aforementioned uh, defense got what was it, seven sacks, nine sacks, nine sacks—ridiculous amount in in one game and, and the playoffs as well. Mm. You know, and and yeah, it's it's. Let's be honest; that's the game where everyone started going, "Oh, maybe the Bengals are a team of destiny," mm. because to to absolutely get your quarterback hit like that and still come away with the the walk-off field goal win. Um, something's going in your favor, but yeah, Derek the, Henry was the back Titans will just. Yeah, I mean, it wow. wasn't Derek Henry, was it? It was seventy percent of Derek Henry. Was <laughs> Still better than hundred percent of other people. Absolutely no, I'm I'm not denying that at all. <laughs> but you know, it, it it was very obviously a game that Tannehill lost rather than the Bengals won. So yep. you know, yeah, absolutely their worst game.
0: If we look at their free agents, the top name there is Ben Jones, their centre. He's 32. Only needs 6.75 million. They've only got 3.4 million in cap space, but Ben Jones is an absolute rock. He's only missed I think four games since 2013 when he came into the league. Crazy good centre there. He
1: does, but he he has this annoying habit of looking up before he snaps it. he does this thing where he looks up and then snaps it, which means you never, ever catch the opposition offside because they know he's going to just snap it before he does.
0: Well, a lot of centres do that, though. It's not the only one. Yeah, I was going it, to say, he's not the only set of the looks me. No, no, he's not the, the only floor. one.
1: No, he's not the only one, but it irritates me because there's no need to do that because it means you can't hard count, basically.
2: Well, no, you're looking to see where your man is to see if you can judge which side he's going before you mm. snap the ball so that you know where you, where you need to take your first step.
1: No, I know why he's doing it. It's just uh, completely unnecessary.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> there are also Jayon Brown inside linebacker. He's 27. You've got Anthony Firkser and Jeff Swaim, two of their tight ends. Uh, and Rashawn Evans another linebacker that's uh, out of contract Rashawn
1: Rashawn Evans has got phenomenal potential Hmm. but he's just a bit of an idiot when the Broncos Hmm. played him um I can't remember it was last season or towards the end of the season before he got sent off for punching someone and the guy was like walking past and he just turned around and just hammered him. He's like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you, you idiot? I already got ejected from the game. So I think he's one of those guys who probably thinks he's a lot better than he is. So expect him to kick around free agency, try and get loads and loads of money and towards the end of free agency, sign with the Texans for far too much money Uh, or far less than he's actually going to think he is because I think that's probably where he's going to end up being.
0: Fair enough. Um Looking at their needs for next season, well, I don't think they move off Hill this year. They paid him far too much money to to make any decisions right now, and nor should they right now. Uh, so I think their biggest needs at right tackle. Um, if you look at David Questenberry, I think they could probably up- upgrade there in this draft. You can also look at tight end, if they're getting you know, an upgrade there. Seeing as though they lost Johnny Smith last season to the Patriots, and now they've got... Furks and Jeff Swayman out of contract. They could probably look at something there.
2: You know, it's not sexy.
0: What? It's not sexy, but you know, they're I'd, a pretty I'd throw good. Team. A linebacker in
2: there as well. To mm. be honest, I think I'd throw. They could look at a linebacker if oh, no, they get an upgrade.
0: They did just give but, Harold Landry a new contract: five years, eighty-seven point five million, with fifty-two point five guaranteed, and a twenty million signing nice bonus. You didn't get it? So yeah, wow. Well. <sighs> Yeah, that boy got and That's home. him
2: taking it easy for next season, then. Yeah.
1: Do, you know <laughs> uh, do you know what Ryan Tannehill's dead cap is this year? 27. Double it and keep going. <laughs> 57.4 million dead Ooh. cap.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: don't, don't move him. off him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, they're keeping <laughs> him. I mean, it's almost worth it to get rid of him, isn't it? <laughs> for us, it is, yeah. But yeah, oh. no, they're definitely keeping him.
0: Yeah, so they need to kind of help him out a little bit, give him a better right tackle and uh, maybe another option to throw to. And then, like you said, maybe there's another linebacker there, a uh, space that needs to uh, needs fill in. But that's the the Titans sticking around at the top of the division. Next up then is the Indianapolis Colts. They finished 9-8 and eight. the season before. They were 11-5, and five, so a couple of extra losses into that one. The best game I had for them was the Week 11 game in Buffalo. The Colts went in, and Jonathan Taylor scored five touchdowns, four rushing and one receiving. <laughs> it was just one of those games where you're like, "All right, well, you can't handle this." <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely agree
2: with that. And even 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 if it wasn't their best performance as a team, I think for the for Taylor's contribution alone in that game, it has to be that game. Mm. That you know, in the, and if you haven't seen the highlights, go and watch them because they're all different types of runs. And he's, he's just running through people and over people and round people. And yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal game from the young man. A defence that gave
0: up the least amount of points in the league. So, also true. Yes. The worst game, well, week 18, they just had to beat <laughs> the Jags to make the playoffs and they lost 26 yeah. 11. And eight of those points came late. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't really go much further than that contender, right, for the worst game of the season. Uh, absolutely. No, there is no other worst game of the, the season. That's, Carson that's Wentz got a QBR of four, three or four in that 4.6. I'm not even yeah. sure
2: that's possible, because I'm sure if you just throw the ball into the ground if, every single snap, if it's if possible you spike half, it, so. If you spike
1: <laughs> it, you get like five. So if yeah. you'd have just spiked the ball and done nothing else, all games, spike it three and out punt, he'd have had a better QBR. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. So look. Well, good news then for the Colts. All right. First of all, they have 69.8 million in cap space, which is the most in the NFL. They have just got rid of Carson Wentz after one year, but they managed to recoup basically everything they lost in bringing him across. Uh, so, yeah, Commanders are taken on that contract, and you know, not too much to worry about in terms of free agency. I mean, Eric Fisher. Left tackle, thirty-one. They're releasing him, I believe. So
1: yeah, he's already gone.
0: Former number one overall pick, T.Y. Hilton's thirty-two. I'd probably move off him at this point. You might want to keep him I around if you are.
2: I think. I think. I think the problem with T.Y. Hilton now is that the injuries are catching up with him as well. He's oh, getting, he's, he's missing more and more game time every single year. Um, he's still got bits when he does play. You know, he caught a lovely touchdown against us last season mm-hmm. and you know he's, he's he's still one of the i guess leaders in the locker room still a menace um, but but yeah i would say it's time to get away from him and and get some new new blood in that receiver yeah do you think, but it's, do you think again T.Y. it depends on who your quarterback is going to be yeah
1: do you think ty hilton can do that thing that we saw larry fitz, uh, fitz fitzgerald do where you move from outside to sort of playing in in the slot and just finding space and just be the bailout. Cause I mean, he's an intelligent wide receiver and he's always been good in sort of finding space on the outside. So I reckon he's one of those guys who can just drift inside, go and play with a team like the Rams. where you can just go, look, I'll be your third progression. I'm not, I haven't got a route. I'll just go and find space. Just leave me alone. And I'll go and find space. Just stick, stick me in the slot. He definitely
2: could. He definitely yeah. could go and play that, that type of role somewhere, whether yeah. he'll be able to do it in Indianapolis. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but, that depends very much who the quarterback is, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, he could definitely go and do that. Anquan Bolden, Michael Crabtree, you know, Fitzgerald. As they all got older, they all turned into slobbers. The only secrets. thing
1: I remember, Michael Crabt- Crabtree, is just fighting constantly with a key to leave. That's all I <laughs> remember. Chains, yeah. that, that's his legacy, nothing else. I would, I would <laughs> worry they, about the durability
0: all... of T.Y. Hilton. The other guys are more yeah. built than he is. He's a much more of a fragile yeah. uh, physique. So I'm going over the middle.
2: It would. It you would. You would want him to work with a dietitian trainer and put on about twenty pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. And then it's whether or not his frame can handle that twenty pounds of muscle. So yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those you could try it, but it might not work type scenarios. So you know, he's definitely got the box. brain for it, and he's definitely got the hands for it. It's just whether or not he's durable enough to just go over the middle every single
0: play. Yeah. Xavier Rhodes, cornerback, 32. He's out of contract. Mo Ali Cox is out of contract, a tight end. Jack Dawes retired after nine seasons. He's the other tight end. Zach Pascal's out of contract as a wide receiver. I like Um, that. Mike Lewinsky, the the guard, also needs a new contract. Like I said, they've got so much cap space, they could bring everyone back if they wanted to.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's about retooling that offense to whoever your quarterback Mm. is, really. So yeah. you know, it, it's very much going to be a case of it's going to be a difficult question to answer until the quarterback's there. Um, well, they're not drafting one,
0: different...
2: are they? I, no, I can't no, believe they're, they're going to go not way, after not
0: what said he's he's I mean, the, himself to say I've got to bring someone in that's already established. The the rumors that are there are pretty much
2: Carr that they're looking at and Garoppolo, yeah, are the two that seem to keep oh.
0: coming round. Yeah. yeah, really? Yeah. How do you feel about that, Punk? Potentially losing Derek Carr to a you trade? Know, it, it, it
2: kind of, it kind of is one of those weird situations where, you know, he, we very much said have said previously that, you know, he he has these, he has these brain games farts. where you think he could be an MVP and all the rest of it, and then he has these other games where absolutely brain farts and and you know you play the Giants and lose, but. You kind of look at the AFC West now and go, "All right, yeah, realistically, he probably is at this moment in time the fourth best quarterback in there." But yeah. if you let him go, who do you bring in? Mm. That was going That's to be the impression. problem. You're in my I was... position. I hadn't. It, even... Well, yeah, exactly. It literally would put us in your position because we'd then both be sitting here going, "We both want to Watson," <laughs> and he would be the only quarterback really that would be acceptable.
1: Mm. You know. Um, I no, mean, I that wouldn't even be genuinely that comp- happened, contemplated that Carr would be on the move this summer. Like, legit,
2: that's. Oh, he, he could be. He could be because he's he's only got one more year on his contract mm-hmm. as well. So, although, you know, McDaniels has come out and said, he's my starter day one, that's not necessarily true if the Colts are packaging together a couple of firsts or something, and or a first and a couple of seconds. Yeah. You know, I think I think you could be very tempted there, but you would have to go. And make sure that you've got your quarterback in the bag before you make the trade. Because otherwise, you know, you're not going to draft one in this draft. You're just not going to. It's just not going to happen. know what I say can't. If you move, car, let's be honest, the only the only ones that are going to survive in that division might be Garoppolo and Watson. You know, we, we're talking Herbert Mahomes, Wilson. If we got Watson in there as well, that would be a hell of a... Wow. Wish. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Don't, <laughs> we've only just got our guy. We don't want to be dropping back
2: again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that that would be amazing from that well, point of view. In, but it's, in, do you take the risk in trading him away and hoping that... Which is why this to Watson thing is so important to so many mm-hmm. teams, because it kind of this. Tomorrow, well... Now now Rodgers has gone off the board it's the Deshaun Watson thing that then is going to domino everything else. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. Personally, I think I'd stick with Carr for another season. Bet the devil you know, you know, we, we've swapped all the coaching staff and this, that, and the other. So let's have a little bit of of continuity and, and continued leadership in the locker room that knows the players. So, yeah, I think, I think for this season, I stick with him, but if Deshaun Watson became available and was, Part of that conversation, then you know you've got to be tempted elsewhere.
1: Mm.
0: Coming back to the Colts, in terms, then.
1: in terms of the Colts, the Colts definitely are not drafting anyone in this. Uh, well, they might no. draft a quarterback, but he's not the planned starter because they don't have a no. first rounder.
0: No, the first
1: no. rounder they're going to be sitting there watching the Eagles drafting on their behalf for a quarterback, <laughs> quarterback they don't even have anymore. It's ridiculous. And, <laughs> no, and not you know, if the there. Colts
2: do come in for car, then we're going to want something ridiculous. We're gonna want, you know, Darius Leonard and No no no, it'll be a first next year. It'll be a first next year. Because
1: for me, if you want a quarterback next year, first next year is more valuable than a first this year. Absolutely it maybe. actually carries more more Drake uh, uh draft capital with it. Maybe maybe
2: but it, we'll it see will. we'll see. But yeah. that, I mean the Colts the Colts need to read all their offense. So, you so know, wide receiver, receiver. right?
0: wide just surely yeah, wide dress. I mean, Michael Pittman's be. now the only man standing basically uh, uh, Paris, Paris Campbell.
1: Campbell who I quite like but he's, he's a wide receiver three so
0: yeah he's a wide
1: receiver three I like I hope he goes to I hope goes to there's a very
0: good special goal. team which is what you said
1: mm. yes
0: yeah so they need to get a new wide receiver there will be ones available even in the second round Uh, that they can pick up and like I said maybe tight end as well but Let's move on to the final team in the AFC. No, we've got two to go. Jesus, I, I thought the Texans were the worst. We'll <laughs> be able to <laughs> rattle. <roll. laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. The Houston Texans, uh, they finished 4-13. and 13. Last year was 4-12 and because they couldn't finish 4-13 last year. So um, the best game. So any win for the Texans was amazing but the week 11 divisional game in Tennessee with Houston on an eight game skid and the Titans on the six game win streak should have been a gimme but the Texans forced five turnovers including four interceptions and with two Tyrod Taylor rushing touchdowns they won the game 22 to 13 so that was my pick for best game of the season for the Texans it's the only game of the season for the Texans well I said they had four four wins so that was pretty impressive considering what we were expecting one of those was against Jacksonville so you know that, that really doesn't count yeah uh, so worst game could have gone with the 41 nothing shutout in Buffalo but as divisional games hurt more I'm going to say the 31 nothing shutout at home to the Colts is my vote for this one. Davis Mills had six completions for 49 yards in that game. <laughs>
2: I would also like to tie that with the thirty-one-three loss to the Colts that they mm. also had last season. So I it was like that was 62. a zero. I thought it was a zero. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But <laughs> I, I think combined
1: sixty-two and three is is pretty. Can I just say, I'm siding with Jim on this one. You can't any game where you're shut out is more embarrassing. I don't. If you lose one hundred points, oh yeah, no, I'm
2: not. I'm the 10 0 hurts more. more. I'm not disputing that at all. I'm just saying that the two Colts games combined was a very, very palindromic 62 he... and three.
1: Oh, that's got to be some so, sort of. You red know, the Colts literally that, scored 31 oh. points in
2: each game and they conceded one field goal. In, in two games. eight quarters, they scored three
1: points. Yeah. Yes. Glad you know. uh, uh, Yeah. Needs.
0: Yeah. You want to talk needs?
2: needs? Well not yet, yeah. not
0: yet. Let's let's talk about what <laughs> happened to them. So, yeah, they ended the season 28 <laughs> well, in passing yards, 32nd in rushing yards, 30th in points scored, 27th in points conceded. Lovey Smith has replaced David Cully as the head coach for now. David Cully getting a very nice severance package from that, which he quite rightly should do because he did more than most people expected him to do, considering the uh, the situation. And Lovey Smith was the defensive coordinator last year for them. They seem to want Josh McCown as their head coach. Wasn't well, the the backlash that they got publicly was enough for them to put yes. him off, at least for now. Quite I'm sure right he'll, he'll be very quietly doing his coaching badges and uh, and working in the background for the Texans, and they'll probably try and move him in there next year. So, so that goes. But yeah, still an absolute shower as their owner and executive VP um, are still in place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, free agents: Tyrod Taylor, first of all. He's 32. He needs at least five and a half million uh, to continue. David Johnson, the washed up running back. He's 30 years old. And he's at least five mil. Malik Collins, defensive tackle. He's 26. Justin Britt, their center. Desmond King, center uh, cornerback. Christian Kirksey, Justin Reed is an input impo- is an interesting one for them. Their safety he's 25. Uh, and Chris Conley, 29 year old wide receiver. Justin Reed's one of those guys they picked up first round, um, I think it's four years ago now and they're looking at kind of over franchise tagging him or well, not franchise tagging, but they need to make a decision. It's going to be a big contract if they want to keep him. And I was listening to a Texans uh, show this week and they were talking about um, Justin Reed and said that they think that he was great when he came in, but he didn't actually progress. So he's still been very good, but he just hasn't got any better in all the years that he's played for them. So they were kind of hoping you'd get a little bit better in this time. So,
2: <laughs> what they do I with mean, him, it, I don't know. It really is, it really is simple for the Texans in this draft. I mean, you know, take whatever they do in free agency, they literally need to go into the draft and take best player available. Mm. That's it. Yep. All through the no, draft, best player I think, available. I think they Doesn't need, to do, what the position
1: they need to do two things. Number one, trade down from number three. Don't, yep, take, don't take a player at number three, mm-hmm. trade down at number three to probably Chicago or something or whichever room panics and wants to pay you the most money. Take as many picks as you can for number three. Yeah. Uh, And then take best player available. And then take every single player you can that wasn't drafted. Take all the unrestricted free agents that you can take and hope that you fall on a dime somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do. Get as many as you can through the door. And just say, come and try out for us. Come and try out. We'll we'll put you up in in a nice premier lodging and give you food in the morning and hope that you become somewhat half decent. That's what they need to do. And just fall on a... If they can come out and get... Three gems out of them. I'm, I'm not talking like you know world class players, but good solid pros out of unrestricted um, free agency. Then off season's been brilliant for them because this you year. out then.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're not that desperate. Do you know what the dead? Do
1: you know what the dead cap is this year for Deshaun Watson?
0: Uh, forty million.
1: Fifty-one million dead cap. Forty million cap
2: hit. Forty million, 40 cap, million,
1: cap, million hit, yeah. cap hit. Fifty-one million dead cap. They're losing that. Mm. I mean, that's a quarter of the cap space. They need to go and get unrestricted free agents. Well,
0: they need to make a decision on them next week. Oh, sorry.
1: Um, Yeah. Well, they need they need to get um, undrafted players and get as many undrafted players as they can. Hope a couple turn out to be good.
0: They've got eighteen point three million in cap space at the moment. This is the first time since twenty nineteen they've had a first round pick. Yeah, but we do. I do agree. They should trade down if they can. (laughs) Uh, They they can't do it the way the
2: Rams have done it, have they?
1: The worst thing is, um, Deshaun Watson's dead cap is 51 million this year. It's still 10 million next year. They're still going to lose another 10 million next year and another 5 million the year after that.
2: (laughs) Madness. That's why you shouldn't be giving quarterbacks big contracts after three years. (laughs) Well, they tied him up. uh... Let, yeah,
1: give them the uh, get, go in for the fifth year option. Do the Make a Mayfield routine. That's what that's what all
0: the teams meant to do. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. Like, like I said, I mean they got four wins, so one more than the the final team in the in the AFC. But there so many things that are wrong with that that franchise, and yet still there were some games there in those four wins, but they actually looked half decent. And some well, of them losses of as games, well, they, they weren't were completely cracking, blown it's out.
2: Quite a few points, they weren't completely yeah. terrible. No, you yeah. know what
1: I mean? But you know what? They ruined a couple of my acres. I'll give them that. Mm. A couple of them, they they did ruin. Um, And I, I I thought they were a shoo-in all the way through. By the end of it, I wasn't touching them with a barge pole because the odds weren't good enough. Yeah. Um, and all they were going to do was ruin <laughs> ruin your day. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah Can't you you be wrong. It.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't completely uh hating on Davis Mills either. I think he had a mm. uh, considering what he was given he
2: had something about him definitely with exactly what you're saying you know if the fact that he didn't have a lot around him he was running for his life a lot of the time you know he he actually didn't put up some bad numbers he he kind of looks like he he would be a decent backup for somebody you know what and i don't say this lightly
1: all things considered i would rather have him than mac jones all things considered and i don't I don't say that likely, if Davis Mills would have been in New England mm-hmm. dealing with what what Mac Jones was dealing with, I think he would potentially have been more impressive Wow, oh.
0: well we'll never know we'll never know i no. think I think you're right that he seems very cool under pressure, and of course, there's not much pressure in New England, so uh, I think we' will look at him but.
1: We'll know in about five years' time when uh, both have carved out a career and whatever that looks like. But Davis Mills, I think, I think he's done all right. His spawn point
0: right. counts a lot, just like in life. Um, yeah. Yeah, the worst team in the AFC, and that was the Jacksonville Jaguars. 3-14 and this season. They were 1-15 and last season, so two more wins. Always impressive. Uh, best game. The initial win of the season in London over the Dolphins was a relief for them. The throttling of the Bills was a shocker, but the week 18 smashing of the Colts was impossible to predict. So I'm picking that week 18 game. Um this my best game for the Jags. Such not a good I performance. Argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think any sane person can argue with that. You'd hope not anyway. Um worst game though when there were shutouts and there was a 50 burger game to choose from. But I'm gonna go with a week 15 home loss to the Texans. A team with as much turmoil as they want easily. Um, after putting up 14 points in the first quarter. So <laughs> it's a game you kind of hope to win and just nowhere near it. So I
1: remember that. It was Texans versus Jags and we just sat there going, Jesus Christ, this is going to be <laughs> the right slower
0: knocker. Whoever wins, we lose. But uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the Jags managed to lose that game. Uh, well, one of the reasons for that is despite picking up Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick, they also picked up Urban Meyer one of the biggest clown car uh, performances we've ever seen in the NFL as a head coach. Um completely tanked the year before it started and uh quite rightly kicked out the door uh well before the end of the, the season. <sighs> yeah. So I, I don't know what we we kind of have to give everyone a mulligan, don't we, on this team? Because
1: who's the head coach now? It's I've got a mind blank.
0: It's Doug Pedderson. A...
1: Doug Of course it is. Okay, I mean, that's an upgrade enough, okay wait, yeah, of hang on, on, who is it?
0: Who? <laughs> After a acrimonious end to the Eagles, um, he's had a, mm-hmm. a year to kind of sit back and think about what happened and hopefully kind of take those lessons uh, forward into Jacksonville. They've got 38.7 million in cap space, so that's pretty decent. They've got a few people in free agency they've got to sort out. So, Andrew Norwell, left guard. He needs 13.3 at least to uh, to come back in. AJ Can, the right guard, he's 30. He needs at least 5 million. Um, on the defensive side, you've got Taven Bryan, the defensive tackle. Jahad Ward, defensive end. Trey Herndon, the cornerback. Uh, and DJ Chark as well. He's uh, up for contract renewal, wide receiver. I think, just uh, before we move on, then Cam Robinson, who was also like their biggest um, Person to re-sign. He got the franchise him, tag, sixteen point six million for this year now, which then obviously screws up everyone's mock draft because pretty much everyone, if you've bothered watching the mock draft in the last month, has mocked a offensive tackle going to Jacksonville Evan the Neal. first overall pick, like like Evan Neal. Um, I'd, I I'd, said, like I'd, you. I'd,
1: take, I'd take him in away. I'd take him in way.
0: Well, they actually picked up Walker Little last year, and he played seven games and had the best grade out of everyone on that line. So. I thought they were going to kind of potentially move off Cam Robinson, but they've decided kept bringing him back. I think they still, my biggest need for them would be the right tackle position. Uh, Juwan Taylor had the lowest ranking on this line last year. So yeah, I would look to kind of shore up that bit because you need to protect Trevor Lawrence. They're going to get Travis Etienne back. So it's kind of like he's a rookie coming in this year. They don't need to pick up wide receiver and things like that. But I think the biggest need is to make sure that there is no chance of my, my franchise future getting injured. And so that's why i pick up a, a right tackle.
2: Yeah. I, I
0: can't yeah. argue with any of that, to be fair.
2: No, kind of similar to the well. Texans in
0: that,
2: you know, they could just pick up any position and it would probably improve them. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. Interesting to see what Travis Etienne does next year, whether it does help Trevor Lawrence a bit, having a bit of a run game. But in order to have a run game, you need an offensive line. So, yeah, makes sense to go go O-line.
0: At the same you know, time, they're... it looks like they're because they are picking first, and no one's going to take that pick off them because there's no QB that's going to be um, desperate enough to be taken at number one. the uh, The consensus is now they're going to take a pass rusher to go opposite Josh Allen because Avon Thibodeau. I'm not having Hutch or or, T- or Hutch. So I mean, you know, it depends on who you ask, but you know it's, they're they're looking at pass rush maybe as the number one overall pick now just because of that free yeah. uh, franchise tagging of Cam Robinson. I don't know. Yeah. They they could do with some extra help at uh, cornerback as well because they traded uh, first round corner C J Henderson for Dan Arnold uh, during the season. Tight <laughs> end. Um, so Sha- Shaq Griffin's the number one cornerback there. So he's he's decent, but he needs some help on the other side. Um, so yeah, there's still quite a few holes that need that need filling in in Jacksonville. So yeah, the offensive line, especially right tackle, defensive end to help Josh Allen, and then cornerback to help Shaq Griffin. I think are the three main areas I'd look at.
1: Yeah, and I think you were right as well, Punk. any applies for this one, take best available. Just yeah, just fill the roster with talent because it's the one thing you're severely lacking at the moment.
0: Mm. And that's yeah. it. That's it. That is the AFC done boys. We've we've reviewed the AFC east west, north and south. <sighs> done. Now it's got to do the same thing for the NFC. Um so we're gonna leave that for <laughs> next week we'll start. That'll be, about the NFC.
1: That'll be a lot easier. Are
0: we, are
2: we bothered about the
0: NFC? I'm well the wasteland. We the are, NFC. are we? Well, we yeah. I think we need to be for just for, for brevity's sake, you know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll do it <laughs> anyway. anyway. <podge. laughs> if only <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys if you've made it this far, um, because you're still listening to us. So thank you very much. Uh we'll be back next week. We'll obviously be putting that more Patreon uh, footage as well. So Please, if you can, make sure you sign up to that to check out the extra footage there. Uh, But yeah, until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Punk Raider. That's been Never Dave. And thank you very much for listening.